0: It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Calendar. Hey, yo, 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 we in the house. What up? This is Mitchell Phillips at Mitchell Phillips. This talking to um, Robot Spencer and this is hey, on up? Instagram at Hogopod at Hogopod on social media. Uh, we are Hats Off, Gloves Off. We give it off to um, those that deserve it, the good and the bad. We basically bring justice. So hats off to you if you're doing things worthy of it. And gloves off to you if you're doing things that are worthy of it. Um, this is just discussing how I'm retired. This is the only event <laughs> my last week. So I uh, spent a few days trolling for news and... Real bottom-of-the-barrel stuff, but I got one good one, and then one uh, one's pretty good, but it's mostly just because of a, a little hidden gem inside the story. It's a little yeah, it's Russian a nesting, y'all. Not, not a good week for news, yeah, I'll tell you what. Everyone's
1: just obsessed with Trump and COVID, I mean, get over it already.
0: Right? Also, who gives a fuck if Trump's wearing a mask? The guy gets tested, like, every seven hours.
1: Yeah, well, the, the people are given a lot of cares about a lot. I mean, we need some good, we need some good juicy stuff, country, world. Yeah, I mean, in the whole world,
0: dude, they they have a guy that like analyzes the president's poop, or like he's not allowed to poop in public. Like a guy takes it so it can't be like analyzed for like <laughs> I don't know insidious purposes by foreign countries
1: by finding his weaknesses <laughs> in his uh, stool.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can find, like, it's, it's like a it's like a blood test, but shittier. No pun intended. Yeah, that's, uh, a,
1: I mean, it seems like a classy job. I'm sure he has to wear a blazer, but, yeah, that sucks.
0: Oh, uh, dude, how funny is it? Because, like, you know when that new president comes in, they get, like, they replace the cabinet. But it's, like, they're not replacing the maids, you know what I mean? You can work at the White House through, like, I saw that movie The Butler. That dude worked for, like, 12 presidents. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, the, the maids, just like, yeah, I don't give a shit, George Bush clinton
0: <laughs> obama
1: all their fucking poop smells the same they all smell like shit
0: that's what i'm saying is it's the guy who's handling fucking gay obama's weird poops you know it's like he's eating it's green still- salads and he's he's having like nice healthy bms and you got to get in there and handle the donald's fucking <laughs> diet coke shit
1: yeah diet coke and pizza hunt
0: He's all just eating fucking flaming hot Cheetos in the Oval Office. You're like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I had Carl's Jr. the other day, and it was fucking thank God I'm not the president. That's all I gotta say for the poop handler.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be rough for her. This is She's retiring after this.
0: <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, I've, I've measured once a poop, twice a poop, many a poop, but never in my days.
1: Oh, <laughs> She's just out there campaigning for anyone because she can't retire until Trump leaves. (laughs) She's running for president. Oh, fuck. Hats off to you, lady. That's a tough job. uh, Where do they draw the line, though? Draw what line?
0: For, like, employment. Like, the poop handler probably stays... The maids probably stay. Just do you bring your own chef? Do you're like, I want Rachel Ray in this bitch. <laughs> Yo, somebody get Mario Batali on the line.
1: <laughs> I heard he's out of work. He got me too by a lot of women. Uh, yeah, that would be a cool gig. Like if Guy Fieri was just barbecuing in the back.
0: <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and the state building.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, he's just making a bunch of sick tri-tip for the Donald. That would be good. I mean, that would be good TV. That'd be Dude, that would cool.
0: be sick. Driving through fucking what 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and you just s- smell that outdoor meat like you're driving through Los Angeles. Just, wanna, <laughs> just fucking get, I think, a soda on the spit, dude. <laughs> um, I think it would help him help with this image. Oh, yeah. Remember when he did like the I love tacos or like the the the, the cantina at Trump Tower has the best taco bowls. <laughs> now he's he's just like fucking he's just got live chickens out in front. He's getting like the Honduran vote. All right. Um, so, uh, are you excited about anything? Uh, you want to start it off?
1: Sure. I'm not. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I'm super excited about uh, <laughs> about this bitch I know.
0: My friend's got something and she's a bitch. You guys remember that offspring song?
1: Hell yeah. This comes in here. She's a bitch. I'm sick of right. her. Gloves off to you. Ooh. This seems to be the most like pandering uh, thing I found in a while. So, uh, Oprah is making history big time. You mean her story? Yeah, that's what she's making history with herself. Oh, no. she's, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> oh, nailed it. No. Her story. Uh, because she, Oprah's had this magazine for, I guess, 20 years, and she's been on the cover of every single issue. At, <laughs> And no one's ever been on the cover except for her, and she's doing a brave move right now, where she's going to put Brianna Taylor on the cover of her magazine. Boom! Yeah, why
0: don't you use some of that power? Like, I don't know, she's she's a billionaire. She's got all these connections. She's friends with fucking Obama for Christ's sakes. You're telling me that guy's still powerless? Like, I don't know. Do use your money for for something. Like, you literally like get a house with two less bedrooms, so you're down to like twenty eight. And you know, use some of that influence to actually do something. was like, "Oh, we did a, we didn't even have to do a photo shoot. We just pulled it from her Facebook page." You yeah, and then do nothing. I, twat. I looked at the
1: picture and it even it's almost it's like they kind of colored it themselves, so it's almost like a painting.
0: <laughs> oh no!
1: But even the drawing of her like sort of still looks like Oprah back in the day.
0: <laughs> it looks like one of those shitty like when they tried to um, redo that painting of Jesus and they just fucked <laughs> it up.
1: Oh, I never saw that. But, you never uh, saw that? And also, she announces this Bray Brianna Taylor cover. And then she mm-hmm. also announces that uh, print magazines will be ending in December.
0: So yeah, no, I, one's even, no one's even reading her magazine. When you said magazine, I was like, I, I don't know why I didn't click, but I, initially, I just assumed online publication. And then you said cover. I don't know why that didn't click. Oh, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah.
1: There she is. Her face uh, is all cracked
0: up, but I don't know. Yeah, so. That that's that's, but that's the thing. That's my problem with all this bullshit. It's all just performative, where it's like Oprah's worth what? I'm gonna say five billion dollars, and she's like, "Oh, I'll put it on the cover of my magazine." It's like fucking, I better open that magazine up, that, that fucking print magazine, for some reason, and see all the things you've donated to
1: yeah she's keeping that a mystery but right now check that that's
0: that's the original and then <laughs> th- this one is th- they restored it
1: i've gotten word that oprah's worth 2.6 billion
0: 2.6 give that intern a raise we're getting up-to-date updates <sighs> 2.6 yeah, billion even, why even have, have a Chicago, magazine at all that's a, well first of all yeah um I don't know. Because Oprah's like, she's so mixed where it's like, she's a ragster richest story, which I can get behind. Um, but then she's also just like, uh, uh, she has a book club, which I like. She kind of blew up Cormac McCarthy, one of my favorite authors. I think I found out, I don't, not directly from her, but I don't think I would have started reading his books had he not gotten famous f- through her. Yeah, which so is cool. she's got
1: some all right books on her list, so I'll give her that.
0: But she, oh, But She just encourages reading and stuff like that, but. And she doesn't encourage, like, bullshit. Like, a Jackie Knowles mystery thriller. You know, the shit that, like, my mom would read growing up. She actually, like, like puts real good books on the spotlight. Um, was, I Know This Much Is True. She put that on the... That's on her book club. Mr. Wally Lamb, shout out. Yeah. But then she does shit like this. Like, and I'm sure she is philanthropic. But I'm also just... I don't know. I was, I was telling her to donate earlier, but I guess... I, I don't know. I'm just so worn out on, like, finding out... I don't know if there's like a single real charity anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I gave I gave to the World Food Program because I saw a picture of this this starving kid, a starving Syrian kid. And I was like, all right, I can throw 50 bucks their way. It's better than spending it on Amazon or doing whatever I'm going to do with it. And then they, I think they just did it so they can get my fucking email. Because since I did that, I think that's the catalyst because I rarely get my email out. And then since that happened, <laughs> I'm just getting inundated with, you want to donate to this? How about the Tesla Center in fucking... Virginia or whatever. It's like I don't Yeah, dish. they're going
1: Yeah, they're going to get you there for sure. Even if you like even if you actually purchase something from a nonprofit, you're getting you're getting thrown in. They think you're more generous than you are. They're like, listen, I do this once every 10 years. Settle down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I saw a, a starving girl on Instagram and I found your website cuz you guys are the only ones that actually get the money to the people and it doesn't like end up buying a gun for a warlord. Yeah.
1: You uh you have access to my bank account. Look and see I have no money in it.
0: I can't. I'm not
1: giving any more.
0: And I didn't do it like I I don't give to charity to make myself feel better. Like oh sure kind of you like do. A, no, I'm saying that's a byproduct, but it's like it's not like make myself good like hey look I did something. It's just like all right, I can rest easy. I know it's like such a small dent. But if fifty bucks in that part of the world will hopefully go a long way to helping somebody out, you know what I mean? Make make one of their days less shitty than the you know the ones they've been having.
1: Yeah, I bet you that whatever kid got your money has a doctorate now and is teaching, <laughs> it, and is teaching it at NYU or Yale. I'm well, that's assuming the thing. You, give,
0: you give fifty bucks and they the actual cause receives like thirty two. And then it'll translate to, like, $8. And it's like, what is the CEO making? What is... Nine different people have emailed me. Literally, like, every time it's like, hey, so-and-so from the World Food Program, it's never the same person twice. I'm like, fire one of these fucking guys. Get one person... You know, get zero people. Get a goddamn robot. Get a bot to run your fucking emails. Because it's all just, like, cookie-cutter template bullshit anyway. Like... You got thirty-seven people just sending out emails. That's—is that where my fucking fifty bucks is going? Yeah, it's going to them and then snacks. That's why fucking Rahajmeet or whatever fucking Syrian names are. Shiraz. I don't. I'm trying to think of
1: what the Syrian prince, the legend.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The email legend. Yeah. So. Uh...
0: Jessamine Sheridan Meredith. Bill. Walker. Ooh, Sheridan again. I take it back. He has hit me up twice. But it's like, fire one of these fucking guys and get $9 to my boy Rajo Or whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get this, uh, this money over a large body of water. Get out of and my this, email.
0: I'm trying to give some fucking flatbread bread and rice to some kid who just saw his mom get exploded. <laughs> and instead I gotta talk to some guy in Maryland who's fucking won't stop bugging me. You're making me regret donating. The amount you email me, you pieces of shit. Anyway, charities don't work. I'm. I got mixed feelings on Oprah. Back to you, Spence.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that that kind of sums it up. She, I like the fact she encourages reading. We'll give her that. And uh, yeah, I guess she's just so far off
0: my radar radar at this point.
1: Like, I didn't know that she was the only one on the cover of her magazine.
0: Yeah. Well, and she also, I'm. Not, I mean, it's. Speculative, so I can't throw it out there willy-nilly. But I will say, allegedly, she's close friends with Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I've heard
1: bad things about them, but no one's proved it yet. No one's proved it yet.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah. So hats off to Oprah. I do like. I I do miss when she was the idol. When she was the queen, because. It's not like she kind of went away, but I feel like Beyonce over the last five years has become, like, the female icon. And I Yeah, I'm also much...
1: just TV in general. Like, I don't know, ABC7 used to be the king of daytime talk shows, right? Now mm-hmm. there are a million channels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like when TBS got into original programming. It's like no one's coming to TBS for TBS shows or coming to TBS for the stuff that was on ABC nine years ago.
1: Yeah, I want Seinfeld and Dumb and Dumber and Shawshank Redemption. I want That's f- all Fresh I Prince.
0: I want Yes, Dear. I want King of Queens. I want fucking you know what I'm talking about? Home Improvement. It's just it's it's four o'clock. I just got out of middle school. I'm not here to watch the fucking that Robin Williams Sarah Michelle Gellar show where they all work in an uh, office.
1: Yeah, I'm here to escape.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I just miss, I yearn for the era of Oprah.
1: Yeah, when she was just giving away cars and making women's heads explode, that was cool.
0: Cause I don't, at least she's like, like, like I said, she teaches people to read and not just like shitty books. Actual like, she's not like recommending Dan Brown every two weeks. Like, she's actually like, I don't know. She, um, and she does give back to Chicago a lot. I'm reading, but uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's not just Beyonce, but I feel like. Maybe it's more of a cause because when Beyonce took over, it was also like the rise of like the slut movement. You know what I mean? Where it's like we can do whatever we want. It's like, yeah, okay, do what men do. Don't don't. You're downtown with your titties out. I don't know what to tell you right now. (laughs) Again, I'm just like, yeah, men can do whatever they want. I'm just at the beach with my balls just fucking hanging. Yeah, they just go a little
1: extra, you know. They like Coachella just a little bit more than the rest.
0: Exactly. Whereas Oprah's more of a, uh, I feel like she goes to like the symphony.
1: Be a decent lady. That's what Oprah is representing.
0: But she was like a Martha Stewart character where she's like, she'll have like fucking, uh, I don't know, Al Gore on and then she'll like teach you how to like make a like a hanging potted plant for your window. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and then what happened to Martha? Now she's smoking dope with Snoop Dogg. Oh, Hasn't how it's that, changed.
0: How crazy is that? I don't even know what the fuck Martha Stewart does, if I'm being honest with you. She was like a homemaker. Because I thought she was like a chef, but then like now I'm thinking about it, and like I never saw her cook on TV. And it was always, she was just like, here's how you make like doilies.
1: Yeah, just anything around the
0: house, yeah. And Except then, for I, any hard work. It's never like, hey, here's here's how you do the dishes. Here's how you take out the trash. Um, here's how you. to she fix ever,
1: the garbage disposal.
0: Yeah, I wonder if she ever got close to Bob Vila territory, and he <laughs> sent her a strongly worded message. Like she's like showing you how to like clean out gutters. I feel like she didn't show you how to do anything cool unless there was like a gadget to be pitched. You know what I mean? Where she's like, "Here's this new pressure washer," but it's like, "Bitch, you ain't cleaning the outside of your house."
1: Yeah, I think she just was more into like yeah making wreaths and like candles, Planting getting her own maple basil. syrup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Oprah. Down with Beyonce. But I think they're all part of the same once again club, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and Beyonce got in tight with Pepsi, and their their slogan is like uh like live for the moment only right now or you're the best most specialist.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like um what else? Because I don't want to just blame it strictly on Beyonce and the sluts, but like remember like Taylor Swift went from like making country music to like um. Being like a pop star, telling like girls to be idiots and stuff. Where it's like, yeah, I lived young and wild and free, but let's rein it in a little bit. We can't have a bunch of 30 year old sluts running around in 10 years. Um, that car, that one song, uh, <laughs> I crashed my car into a bridge. I don't care. And it's like, you don't care you crashed your car into a bridge? What did Kesha do to this generation, man?
1: Yeah, that's severely irresponsible.
0: Um, all right, so. It was a hats off, right, to Ops?
1: It was a gloves off, but, you know.
0: Fuck you, Oprah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll stand by my man. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to go with a quick, a nice lighthearted hearted one. Uh, it's a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. So this guy in Utah... Uh, I guess I should start at the beginning. Um, so he went into a Walmart in uh, Northeast Utah, and uh, people. He went to the photo center, which is hilarious that they still have those. I guess it's just like a place you put in like an SD card now, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's just a kiosk, and you print your own shit.
0: It's just like next to the electronics; it's not even its own department anymore. But I know, I don't know, Utah's. I mean. Whenever I go to the middle of the country, I'm just completely flabbergasted at the stuff they still have. Like dine in pizza huts. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is it nineteen
1: eighty seven? Yeah, or like eighty-seven ice cream parlors, you know, where you're like, God
0: damn. Dude, I, got, I like, moved one up
1: Froyo your place.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I moved up to uh when I lived up in Oregon, they still had a video store. And we're talking about the era of Netflix. Like I'm like it had been, like, two years since, like, the Blockbuster closed in my hometown. And then, and then I go to Oregon, and they have, like, a knockoff video store. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It that's, was cool. They though.
1: still have a Blockbuster in Oregon. It's the only one left.
0: <laughs> of course they do. Um, but I was even, like, I looked that, uh, up the town, uh, Coos Bay, North Bend, where I lived in Oregon. And they got a Mediterranean pl- place. And, like, that's, like, wild. Because it's, like, an old, like, rustic Oregon logging town. <laughs> And, like, like, the Italian restaurant was classy. And I'm like, whoa, they're serving fucking hummus? This whole town is falling apart. I know a bunch of rednecks that I went to school with that would be very upset that they are serving hummus within city limits. <laughs> but I don't know. The world changes, man. But anyway, this kid, he was in the photo center. Um, and so <laughs> the cops come and arrest him. Well, they, they come to the Walmart, and then hours later, they find him and arrest him based on, like, security footage. Because he had, quote, unquote, notable tattoos. Um, so they find the guy fairly quickly because of, I mean, notable tattoos. Um, because the uh, people claimed when they called the police that he was printing pictures of underage girls.
1: Oh, jeez. And he had so- like a demon tattooed on his face? That's <laughs> yeah, good. he
0: had like a... I'm assuming at least a neck tattoo. But at today's age, that's not that crazy. I saw a guy with like his entire face covered when I was picking my girlfriend up from work. And I'm like, it's weird that that's not even an issue anymore. Like, if I saw, th- if my grandpa saw that guy, he would just assume he's like Yakuza. Yeah, he would <laughs>
1: just pull a gun on him and uh, arrest him for his crimes.
0: Yeah, my, anybody over 50 would pull a Grand Torino on that kid. But I'm just like, hey, that guy listens to Post Malone. Cool. But, uh, but anyway, they find the guy, and his name is John Hughes, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Legendary film director John Hughes, the director of Home Alone at Walmart, just printing out porno. <laughs> um, but apparently, they investigated and they said they were not underage girls. Um, oh, good. Based on him. Because uh, he said they were not underage, so they like contacted the people that were photos of, which I think he's getting separate charges now, because... I mean, you obviously, you can't go and, like, print out photos that weren't sent to you. Even if they were sent to you, like, keep it on your phone, bro. But the cops asked him why he was doing it. And he said he's trying to send them to the homies who are locked up. <laughs> so this guy had a, compiled nudes on his phone from the hottest ass in Utah, which some looks allegedly underage. And he... uh he goes to Walmart to print it out so he can <laughs> paper mail it. He's going to use the USPS to send fucking nudes to his boys in the pen.
1: Well, he's good good looking out as a friend. and uh, that's, that's why it's also, a hat's off. Yeah, good reason to print him out. Because in the beginning, I'm thinking this guy is just you know, psychopath. Why would you print him out? He has a great reason. One of the reasons to have photography in hand.
0: I just pictured... Uh, his his friend as like Ray Liotta from fucking Goodfellas, when they stop taking care of him, and his wife's like, I'm tired of sneaking in all these porno pictures. <laughs> and he's like, Come on, we keep it down here. Come on, it's just yeah, you and me.
1: She's like flinging salami and and cocaine.
0: Yeah, because when he first got in, it was that scene where they're like cutting garlic with the razor, and they're just they're all just like throwing porno pictures. They're giving them away. They don't care because doo doo woo woo. That fucking song is in every Martin Scorsese movie. And then he, uh, and then just cuts to fucking his boy with fucking face tattoos sneaking in. Is this what you want? Come on, it's <laughs> us. We're in this together. They're not looking after us, Karen.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he's going to mail them or, you know, sneak them up the bumhole. And it just, it would be hard to, because I don't know, everyone looks exactly the same in Utah. So you get one guy with a bunch yeah. of tattoos, he's going to stand out. He, he's Especially in LA. Utah. He's in LA. No one's gonna look twice. But uh, even at yeah, the local Walmart,
0: what if he gets those pens that you turn upside down and it's a naked lady?
1: Oh yeah, those were big. I miss so those. When the,
0: the cops try to take him, you you show him to, the pen upright. But also, I don't think you can give a pen to an inmate. I don't know. Maybe we'll rethink this. Yeah, I just think zip they, up they give them their like own pen, lady. I had a Zippo of a naked lady, and after it ran out of fuel, I kept it because when you strike it, her boobs lit up.
1: Oh, I had one similar, except when you struck it, they uh, a wiener came back, and then when you let go, it <laughs> penetrated the girl. But uh, it also moaned. It moaned when I when you opened it. The moan has just gone away.
0: <laughs> Did you also have a a pinup girl tattooed on your bicep that would dance when you flex?
1: Yeah, I got it. I got it in Chinatown,
0: in L.A. Oh, sick. I got to make a trip down to Chinatown. It's been a while. I wouldn't go now. Yeah, well, I don't have COVID yet, so I'm thinking I might just go get it, like the fucking... My mom would make me play with kids with chicken pox. Go have a a bath with fucking Daniel, because...
1: Go get the Chinese flu.
0: It's from China. You can check my. Oh, yeah,
1: pen. and if oh, if it. we do get it, Sean Penn's gonna help us. So,
0: yeah, fucking. weren't we talking about that recently? I was like, what the fuck has Sean Penn done? All these fucking. We were talking about Will Smith, whereas I don't know the last thing he did that was of any merit. But for some reason, he's still an A-lister, and I think that's why he's talking about his wife getting fucking pounded out by their son's friend on her fucking Facebook show. By the way, she's a Facebook show in 2020, not 2012. <laughs> Not 2013, when it like might have made sense. Twenty twenty, she's like, I'm gonna have a show on Facebook because they wouldn't let me on the view. It's wild yeah, he-
1: that it's her too, because I only know who she is because of Will Smith and now she's holding all the cards.
0: I know who she is, but also like she was literally in the only movie I know I can name from her is Low Down Dirty Shame. You ever seen that? No. Keenan Ivory Wayne's is like a disgraced cop who's become a P.I., and then Jada Pinkett's his assistant. And then, you know, just a 90s movie happens. Sounds great. Yeah, it's a good movie, but anyway. Uh, we got? Sean Penn's another one like that, where it's like, what the f- he did fucking Fast Times? 20 years later, he did Mystic River, and then the only other thing I can name is The Gunman on Netflix, which is alright.
1: Yeah, I am Sam, not so good.
0: I am Sam. Okay, I I didn't like I am Sam, but because of the scene where he's running with the cake and he falls downstairs,
1: Oh and he, god. He's, I that's
0: gotta the scene. Me.
1: That's the scene where you either laugh <laughs> or you don't. And when I'll you're, tell you uh, which when one you, I did,
0: I I was sad.
1: Yeah, I laughed and people hated me for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did not laugh. And at a at a perfectly fine guy playing a retarded man. <laughs> Who's visiting his daughter because she's she has to be taken away from him because she's too smart for him, and he's he falls down not a flight of stairs but just like two steps and just lands on the cake. It's my daughter's birthday.
1: Yeah, that was uh, it definitely felt bad for laughing, but that was the instinct.
0: Oh man, what an idiot! I'll think of more people go down. I'll, I'll think of more fucking do nothing a listers. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Chris O'Donnell has been in just as as many good movies as Sean Penn. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: don't know. He had that Madonna staying power.
0: Yeah, but the Madonna, too. I can't name a single... Fu- Wait, like a virgin. Uh, like a prayer. And her third biggest credit is the mom dressed up as her in fucking the, at the concert at the end of Hocus Pocus. LAUGHTER she had the fucking pointy boobs.
1: Yeah, but she's got yeah, she's got stand power, man. She did that uh, crappy cover, or I don't know if it was a cover, but that song for Austin Powers.
0: Oh, she was like stranger. the James Bond song. That's the thing. She couldn't even get a James Bond song. She did the fucking the song for the spoof movie. Yeah, fucking and fucking. Billie Eilish has a goddamn James Bond song.
1: Yeah, stupid Madonna. Go back with Sean Penn. And get out of our lives. How about you? How about it?
0: How about it? Hey, yeah. How about how it? about it? Did they date? Yeah, That seems like a real uh, '90s couple, or, or like and uh,
1: Ro- Madonna and Rodman. That's a big one.
0: That's a big one. I'm trying to think of like a woman who would date Ethan Hawke. It's one of those like '90s relationships you are Like, oh, Ethan Hawke and the Paltrow. That's right. They were together for a couple years. Uh, well. Alright, so that's it. Hats off to John Hughes of Utah.
1: Good luck, buddy. I'm glad those both are underage. And I'm glad you're a good friend.
0: Yeah. Well the investigation's it, not closed. But let's just it let's could just have hope easily
1: been you that night.
0: It could have easily been you, bud. I think he's still in jail regardless, but reach out.
1: All right. I gotta they, they
0: Skype in jail, right?
1: Why not? They gotta.
0: I think that's the, the standard now.
1: Yeah, with prisoners' rights, they got Skype, they got an iPhone. They all have little (laughs) Google smart speakers. They're good to go.
0: Hey, Alexa, what time is lights out? (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Hats off to him. Back to you.
1: What you got? All right. Gloves off, suckers. Oh. Well, I read this article. That was a a guy. A guy stole a bike and then left a note with the bike, and and, it turned out that he stole his own bike back. It was supposed to be a very, uh, I don't know, inspirational story. But uh, gloves off to getting your bike stolen. Period. Oh yeah, you never get it back. And okay, this one guy gets his bike back, and even still, he has to break the law to get his own property back.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And he leaves well, a also, like, note.
0: That's the thing, it's like, um, if you go and buy a bike from a bike store, they'll tell you like all the things you need to do. It's like, all right, go to this website and register it, take photos of like the VIN numbers with like dates on them and all this stuff. Because like even if you catch the guy who stole your bike, you have to provide all of this to police the police department. As if they're looking for bikes anyway.
1: Yeah, even like you buy one of those krypton- you buy a kryptonite lock, yeah, you gotta fill out a bunch of information, send them money. Then they'll just replace your bike. But I've just had a, I've had three bikes officially stolen. Mm-hmm. So I mean, LA—it's like you drive by every homeless encampment, and it's like, oh, that's where all the stolen bikes went. I get it. Oh yeah, they I homeless. saw. Um, they got a fucking we, bicycle shop out there.
0: We just witnessed a like last year, a homeless guy just took the back wheel off a bike because the guy, he he took the front wheel with him, and he had the rest of the bike like. <laughs> Changed through the frame and the wheel, or just through the frame and not the wheel. And the homeless guy just came up and took the back tire off, like out of spite, I think, where it's just like, you got nothing going on here. But it was just like that he just did the quick release and he just yanked the tire off. I was like, can we have nothing? So this guy brought, took his wheel off his bike and he went in somewhere and he's going to come back like an hour later and the back wheel's missing. It's just like, <laughs> like, what the? Don't we live in a fucking society? Yeah, I mean, I've seen
1: bikes where it's like, It's locked up to a place for a while, and it's like the seat's gone, then the back wheel's gone, then the Mm -hmm. front wheel's gone. Everyone's taking their piece. The the worst. I mean, I I had it just stolen in front of my place when I was a kid. I caught someone halfway through my lock one time. That was satisfying to chase after him. He ran away, which was good because um, he was like he had like two hundred pounds on me,
0: and (laughs) and I was barefoot in my underwear. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a good move. If I'm didn't... in my underwear, I'm taking the underwear off.
1: Yeah, I screamed at him and he just, and he ran away, which was enough because I was charging at him with no plan. I think I would have gone down. But then, the worst was in Long Beach. I had my bike locked up to a stop sign, and when I came back, the stop sign was gone and my bike was gone. <laughs> what
0: the? Fu- <laughs> so just like a city, like a Caltrans worker took it. He <laughs> just fucking. He just he's like we're taking the whole goddamn thing. I am I'm, yeah. I'm supposed to replace this sign and so be it if there's a bike stuck to it. Well, I
1: found the signs on the floor, but they just unscrewed the whole stop sign, took the bike with the lock on it
0: and bailed. That's a, a sick ass move, dude. And then you get back home. Um, somebody stole the white bike. Boy, the uh, how people when somebody dies, they'll like chain their bike to the like the uh the street or what is it? The traffic light pole on the corner and then like they'll chain it like triple over and cover it in flowers and paint it white. Yeah. yeah. I've seen somebody trying to steal one of those. I saw somebody riding one of those like 10 years ago in Bakersfield. (laughs) It's just like, bro, come on. Have a little bit of fucking class.
1: I know they can't use the bike, but uh, yeah, I bet you they ended up having to make it so like the wheels are locked up so no one can ride it anyway. But yeah, that's getting to the bottom of the barrel for sure
0: it's like if uh like my uncle he died uh on the middle of like a, a desert stretch of highway and in like 16 miles in it's just like a like a two foot tall wooden cross with a bunch of flowers on it and if somebody's like i could use that as a sword for sure <laughs> throw that in the cart
1: hey it's free finders keepers
0: i almost got my bike jack from me one time um but thank God I had seen the Disney Channel remake of Leave it to Beaver.
1: That's helped me many times in my life. The, yeah, I can't <laughs> stress how often the Disney <laughs> Channel remake of Leave it to Beaver has really helped me out in my adulthood.
0: They do the thing where the kid comes up, he's like, oh, that's a cool bike. Can I like, try it out? Like It's so cool. I, I would just like to ride it for a second. And then he just fucking leaves with it. <laughs> I was just like, And this kid's like, yo, let me ride your bike for a second. And I was like, ha ha. If you would have caught me a week ago. This would have been on and popping. I've been fucking. It'd be, this would have been your day, Mr. Bike Thief, but not today. Also, I think I was like eight or nine, so it doesn't. I'm thinking. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. So, like, there's not. It's not like I can get, like, beat up by this bike thief. You know what I mean? He doesn't have man strength yet. There's no, no hair on his balls. So, worst yeah, case just, scenario, I'd tell him no, and he beats me up, and it's like, I don't know. But at least I was like. I was like, oh, like maybe, like, oh, check out this. Like if you're like I remember showing it off to him, like, oh, check out this feature or something like that. And then I just rode off, like super scared, my heart just fucking pounding. <laughs> Cause I'd seen Leave It to Beaver. I was like, that was he was definitely trying to steal. It. He was definitely trying to steal my fucking bike.
1: Yeah, that's like the one time I was uh riding my bike home and a man pulled up to me jerking off and said, Hey, you wanna hang out? <laughs> If it wasn't for that Leave it to Beaver, dude, I, wouldn't have, I would have gotten right in his car and been in yep. big, big trouble. Mm-hmm. But, but I rode away as scared as I've ever been in my
0: life. Shout out to Beav, dude. Yeah, the All beef helping beef. me
1: out. Yeah, that happened to me with my cell phone where a guy like three times my size asked if he could use my cell phone. And I was just like, dude, he, I can probably chase you down, but I don't see anything I could do to you to get my phone back if you ran.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I don't know. I wish we could live in a world where a guy's like, hey man, my phone died, can I can I use your phone real quick? And I was just like, yeah, of course. Like, I would do that in my hometown.
1: No, I have done it, but the whole time they're on their phone,
0: I'm pretty I'm within a tense. foot of them. I'm like, yeah. I'm literally just like, I'm listening to the phone call. I'm so close. And then, and then like, uh, I've done that before, and then the guy's just like small talking, and I'm like, What the fuck? I thought this was an emergency. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I got I got into it. There's a at the 7 Eleven I'd always go to the guy would like take forever and he would just be on the phone talking to his family in this home country, would never serve me. And I'm like, you know what, give them the benefit of the doubt. They probably have weird hours. And then I heard him, he was like, habada habada bon Jovi,
0: habada And I'm like, <laughs> What you're talking about Bon
1: Jovi right now?
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I've also, I've, I've never loaned somebody my phone, and they just, like, they're quick with it and give it back. It's always like, hey, man, I gotta go now. Like, come on. Start giving them the wrap it up. Yeah,
1: yeah wrap it up, buddy. <laughs> I got things to do. I know you gotta call, like, 14 people.
0: Um, all right. That was yours, right? That was a, that was a hats off?
1: No, it was a gloves off to just losing your bike. It's a shitty feeling. Uh, yeah. it's, it's your way home.
0: It does suck when that's your mode of transport. Yeah, um, but I've I've also I've, I think I've lost two bikes in L.A. and I'm like, all right, that's just not that's not. It would be so nice, It's even for like comedy or like you know, just getting around, just going to the grocery store for a couple things. I'd love to ride my bike, but I can't go into Ralph's. That's when my last bike got stolen, the Ralph's in fucking East Hollywood.
1: All right, yeah, you gotta you gotta take it in with you or something, and just be it's an not- asshole with a bike.
0: Well, even like like 10 years ago, I saw the guy took his wheel off and the guy took the other wheel where I'm like, this is, I'm not going to pay $500 for something, like minimum $500 for a bike that I, that is literally just a stressor. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to comfortably walk around the grocery store or like, I don't know, literally any errand I'm running or like go in to eat anywhere. Like, oh, let's ride our bikes to lunch. I'm literally just going to be worried about like the entire time about that bike. If I don't get like a seat where I can keep an eye on it.
1: Yeah, and it was. Uh, I was in Utah recently, and the kids who live at the house, where my sister lives, like kept leaving it on the front lawn, and I'd be like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, yo, put it in the garage." And they're just like, uh, "Settle down, dude. We're in Utah. We can do this here."
0: Yeah. Um, well, that's me. I grew up like we wouldn't lock the front door. We just everybody goes to bed with the garage door wide open and the lights on. I don't know it's just a different world. A, a serious like, heartfelt, go fuck yourself, I hope you die, to any bike thief. Yeah. Get out of here. All right, what do you, nerds. you got? Nerds. This is a good one. Um, uh, another hat's off. Let's do that. Hats off to you, sir. So there was this lady, she was, um... She's from Syria. But, um, she's been living in Canada for, like, the past five years, something like that. And she was... It says she's a dentist and a science teacher.
1: That's cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, so I guess in, like, 2018, she became radicalized (laughs) (laughs) by ISIS, Um, which is so funny, which is so funny, to be radicalized, like, after the fall of ISIS, you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) We pre- I mean, they had their heyday. If you would have joined in, like, 2014 or 15, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, it's reasonable. That's the same pe- reason people join gangs or fall into cults, you know, it's just like, oh, uh, there was a call to adventure, you know, and you joined up. I can, I can see where, like, a not crazy person can lead down that direction, especially if you're, like, second or third generation Muslim or something, and you're like, oh, I'm going to join the fight on the other side because, you, you know, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter, I always say. Yeah, and you've heard so many cool stories, I'm sure
1: from family members and people, you know, during its heyday when it was peaking.
0: Oh yeah. Uh like, oh man, Shh. the summer of 12, dude. We were icing it up. <laughs> we were just we were just out there being ISIS, dude. We were bombing people. Best times have, of like, my life. We didn't have like cool US bombs though. So we were still doing like we we're still using like stuff we bought from like like leftovers from Vietnam. <laughs> just like when the Russians fought Afghanistan, they're still using like weird, like third-hand Kalashnikovs that went through fucking Albania. Like everything. That's else.
1: how they made uh, their best friends, dude. That's how they met them all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they, they look at it as like uh, summer camp or like college. It's like, you know, I haven't seen him in ten years, but we went through some real shit in two thousand and thirteen. Uh, everybody, bring up that kid that Mitch gave money to <laughs> the World Health Program. <laughs> that actually just bought an AK for a child. Um. So anyway, the, it's a hats off to her. No, it's not a hats off, clearly, not for being a terrorist. Because uh, okay. So he, the the story is she she fly, she flew to Turkey with the intention of crossing the border into Syria because she joined ISIS online, which is hilarious. It like you we just just now are able in California to get fishing licenses online. And this bitch joined ISIS online, like <laughs> through a Facebook group. It's like, come the fuck on. Um, but she, um, I guess somebody, like her cousins and stuff, warned the government, and then they, they warned Turkey, and Turkey just turned her around, sent her back to Canada, which is hilarious. Like, almost oh, well, no terrorist in today, you silly goose. And go, you go back to Canada, be a fucking a dentist and a science teacher. <laughs> also, hey. Those are both high-paying jobs. Pick one, you know? So uh, she, when she got back to Canada, she uh, <laughs> was just hilarious. The most low-key terrorist attack of all time. You didn't hear about it because all she did was she went into a Canadian tire. Which, have you ever been to a Canadian tire? No. It's like a uh, – it's, it's a, one of those uh, – it's a misnomer. Is that how you say it? It's a, it's a misleading name. I guess they started as like tire stores, but now they're just kind of like a, a, an everything store, which is kind of cool. Like a smaller Walmart, I suppose, you know,
1: oh, that's one of those joints where you can get
0: everything, but you can't get everything. That's so got her- to be hurt.
1: That's hurting them.
0: If yeah, Canadian tire store, not you can get, out. what treadmills, kitchen equipment, lawnmowers,
1: speakers, toolbox, sporting goods. Yeah, that's that's only hurting themselves. If people if we don't know
0: exactly change your name you know what i mean like i get like i mean what fucking uh i don't know i'm trying to think of a good example i don't think anybody changes their name i was like sears bought Kmart, um albertson's bought lucky's but that's not really a it doesn't really i mean you're both groceries
1: yeah same deal that's what most people do they don't usually just buy something completely different facebook buys instagram they're in the same world
0: Yeah, but I guess, yeah, if you buy the name, you're buying it for recognition. Otherwise, you would just start your own chain. Yeah, I guess Canadian Tire,
1: they must, uh, people in Canada must be hip to it, so. Yeah, and it's a, a,
0: if there's one thing I like, it's well-kept secrets, you
1: know? Yeah, that is cool, yeah. If I ever, I mean, now that I go to Canada, if I go to Canada, it's not a secret anymore. Appreciate it, Mitch. I would have liked that surprise. Mm Mm-hmm. You think you just really need one tire, one, one spare for the back?
0: <laughs> and then you
1: go in and you just leave with a bunch of pencils and pencil sharpeners and spatulas.
0: Uh, a, a KitchenAid mixer. Like, I was going in here for a spare. And um, I don't know. At best, you'd think it was like a Pet Boys. You know? I want to get some nuts. That's, that's
1: what I'm thinking. Pet Boys, yeah.
0: Um, but apparently, this, this, this woman, which, by the way, her name is Rehab which I think is pronounced Rahab, but it's spelled Rehab, Dugmosh. Um, So she's got Rehab and Mosh in her name, so sick and sick. Uh, She walked into a Canadian tire with a golf club draped in an ISIS flag. (laughs) So this is her terrorist attack, and she just attacked people with a golf club. And uh, I guess she swung it at two people, and then an employee just grabbed it from her. It was like, hey, knock it off. And she started screaming in Arabic. And then she pulled a butcher knife out of her pocket. And started swinging it at people. And this guy tackled her and got it away from her. But that was her, that was her attack. Literally zero injuries outside of herself. This one guy had... The article said he got bruises on his forearm. But it's like, you just stopped a terrorist attack, buddy. Fucking... It's not exactly that fucking... What, that um, Clint Eastwood movie about the train. That French train where they stopped the terrorists. But... Uh,
1: It'll no, do. Not quite that. It's a golf club. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess she just didn't... She probably felt... I would have done the same thing. You get all the way to Turkey. You get turned around. You have your hopes set on being an ISIS member. And you have to go back to your boring Canadian town.
0: Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And it wasn't even, like, cool. I, I think it was a Toronto suburb. But it's like, bro, Toronto's like an international city. But the suburbs... And, like, cool cities suck. So, yeah, yeah, I imagine. Also, though, I just donated money to starving children in your home country. Why do you want to go back so bad? Like, for with I mean, I get it. Maybe because she was born in Syria. Maybe, like, she, I don't know. Whatever you're going to do, you're better off in Canada. Literally whatever.
1: Yeah, but she could have had fierce allegiance. It could have been, like, you know, my, my daddy fought in the war. My brother fought in the war. My uncles fought. So I'm going to get in there.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't like those people either. I'm a fifth generation Marine. It's like, you're probably ha- your family probably has a couple of weird ideas. Yeah. And all the women just timidly agree.
1: That's too many generations. Someone needed to go to school.
0: Yeah, like Lieutenant Dan, where he's like, had somebody die in every major war since the Revolution. It's like, so none of you went to college?
1: you took yeah you just got shipped out when you were 17 and never came back that's cool
0: well, At there's least like he an... <laughs>
1: had time to become a lieutenant first
0: oh yeah that's true that's true but also like like you're saying like nobody went to college like i don't know it's so so silly where it's like i get the whole like um having a responsibility and seeing it as an honor and all that but it's at a certain point, it's like, no, I I did that so I can have a better life so my child doesn't have to do that. So if you've been doing it for like 10 generations, it's like, yo, somebody break the fucking chain, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. One of you read a fucking book, I swear to God.
1: Yeah, it's like the military and like fishing families where they're like, I got a fish, I'm Norwegian, and my great-great-granddaddy fish. It's like, no, you should, you should pick up a book for sure.
0: Or at least like, that's another thing, it's like he worked his way up to lieutenant, where it's like Come on, man, like, I think, like, John McCain's grandpa was just, in, like, enlisted, and then his dad was an officer, and then he was, like, an officer who became a fucking politician. You know what I mean? Work your way up the ladder. You know, at least go to, like, Annapolis or something. Or West Point. You know? Step it up. Shoot for the stars. Yeah. Be a fucking colonel. You know and, what yeah, I and- mean? I mean... And be if, happy I'm, if, being... if I'm in the Navy and every male in my family has been in the Navy, then I bet yeah, I better get my own fucking ship, dude. I want a battleship. I want something with. I want something you can park planes on.
1: Not too much to ask for. Too bad you're not a fifth generation Navy man.
0: Yeah, because I actually I don't think there are fifth generation Navy because I they all um, they all have sex with each other. Isn't that the joke? everybody in the Navy is gay.
1: Yeah, the village people fucked that up.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, the village people, um, who else, bikers and Rob Halford were all of a sudden like, the Hells Angels were scary for like a decade and a half and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, this is what gay men wear. It's a weird (laughs) leather cap and fishnet stockings.
1: That Um, lady should, that lady should join a biker gang. She could probably get some satisfaction out of it.
0: If you're going to join ISIS, like, you're going to have more impact in Canada anyway. Like, carry out a a domestic attack. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just saying, like, use your fucking head. You want to, like, make an impact, people are going to be more concerned with something happening in Canada than, I mean, how many fucking people die in Syria maliciously every day? You know what I mean? Yeah, we
1: never, ever hear about it.
0: Exactly. Or fucking go on vacation. It's not like Canada, where they won't let us in because we were arrested for weed 14 years ago. Like anybody can come to the United States, just fucking walk over here, and I don't know, do something to somebody in Wisconsin. Somebody yeah, will make give something a shit.
1: happen. It's about time. Yeah, Wisconsin hasn't had a terrorist attack. Let's make it happen. Anyway, they probably have. They probably have Canadian tire in Wisconsin too.
0: Oh yeah, I get. They're, they're like, what is it like, Canada, and then like, um, like Wisconsin, Upper Michigan. Yeah, You know Michigan, that part of Michigan. For sure. That part of Michigan that's attached to Canada and not attached to the United States by land? Yep. Those people, have, they got a weird allegiance, I bet. Um, Montana, Wisconsin. What's the other one? Idaho, that really skinny Maine. part of The skinniest part of Idaho? <laughs> Maine, is, Maine especially, dude, because they're, kind of, they're in that same situation where they're, like, they're cut off from the rest of the world and like their lifestyle. That whole Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont area... We're yeah, they're like, weird. We might as well be Canada. Like, we're all about moose and syrup up here.
1: Yeah, they're living in the middle of nowhere. If you're not in, like, Portland, Maine, you're a fucking kook. Bangor? Yeah, I'll stay uh, away from Bangor.
0: That's where that guy last week was from that cut that shed in half. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that I means shed. It was a full-on fucking two-car garage. Um, okay, so anyway, they, they arrested this lady. She's being held. Um, uh, her family reported that she bought and heavily practiced with a bow and arrow. Once again, use your fucking head, lady. Like, use <laughs> your bow my... and
1: arrow. You know what you're good at.
0: Well, not even that. Yeah. Oh, first of all, yes. Use the bow and arrow if, as opposed to a golf club. But also, like, don't use a bow and arrow either. You, you know what I mean? Use
1: bombs. Use bombs.
0: Or a knife or, I don't know, something. You're part of fucking ISIS. Like, have somebody send you a blueprint to something. And once again, I don't condone this, but this is some weak-ass terrorism she's got going on. So the whole, the entire reason I'm profiling this woman, the hat's off, comes from, they say in Canada, most people that get caught on terrorism charges are sentenced to seven years. They get time and a half for time served, which makes no fucking sense to me. The time you serve before your trial or before you're convicted counts as time and a half and all this, blah blah blah. But I was watching this video. Most people in Canada they get seven years for terrorism and they end up serving two or three. So this was all going down in 2017, 2018. She's up on she's up for parole, and she said to the parole board, "Quote: If you release me from jail, I will do another terrorist attack." <laughs> Which is like, it's like when people. It, she sounded like um, a, a person that doesn't do drugs talking about drugs. She's like, I like just saying <laughs> I will do terrorist attack. It's not like I will I will strike fear in the hearts of the Western world or anything like sketchy or like um, I don't know. Um, not Andromonous. What is it? Um, I don't know. Some type of like well-rounded general threat. She was like. I w- like, and in- you can't misunderstand me. I will do another terrorist attack.
1: Yeah, it was like when my dad was trying to figure out if I smoked weed. He asked me how much, uh, how much does a lid go for? And I was like, All right, I'm not telling you shit. You clearly don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's she's-
0: I remember in high just school. I was gonna stay in prison. I was wearing, um, in high school, I wore my beanie, you know, sagged back. My dad's like, You look like the zigzag guy, and I was like. Who's that? He's like, ah, you passed, and I was uh-huh. like, fucking idiot. I'm not falling for that. But um, yeah, and I don't know, dude. This whole thing. Well, also, they they parole you to see if you're a threat to society. But this lady, so far, has uh, like st- like still not been a threat to society. <laughs> like at, at worst, she's like as frustrating as one of these people that doesn't want to wear a mask. at smart and final. Yeah. She came in and like swung a golf. She's not too dangerous. This guy I went to high school with got stabbed working at Kmart. You know what I mean? Like this lady really didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, she just she's using the terrorism name, not cool. It's fucked up, you know, to the real the real terrorists out there.
0: But hats off to her for doing the fucking the red from Shawshank. Frankly, I don't want you to let me out. (laughs) Just fucking if you let me out of here, I'll, I'll do a terrorist attack again. I'll walk into a big five with a straight razor. Just a, just trying to think, what's the worst terrorist attack? She walked into a fucking a sporting goods store with a fucking golf club. Like, bro, you, she brought her own golf club to a place that sells golf clubs.
1: Yeah, use theirs. Use their gear and just be happy with your life. You're a dentist science teacher. That's a good life.
0: Oh man, but that's the problem with YouTube, man. You 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 catch one video and you're like, I guess the Nazis were involved with aliens. Or in her case, yeah. you're like, God damn it, America. I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, because
1: those YouTube videos do take people down. I mean, I've seen people go very alt right quickly, very alt left oh, yeah. quickly, and um, you just get that right algorithm of videos and your friend mm-hmm. is a goner.
0: Yeah. I did. I saw my uh my cousin. I, it's so weird because she's like 10 years younger than me. But I, I don't see her frequently. But So every time I see her, she's like, just, you know, and it's not, it's, it's weird when they're little and they go, it's like, you, don't, you see them when they're two and you see them when they're four. But yeah. I haven't seen her since she was, I don't know, I've seen her maybe once in the last, like, year. And I saw her now and, like, I guess she's living with her girlfriend and she shaved her head and she, like, found every excuse to talk about how evil and, like, racist Donald Trump is. And her mom's just like, we're trying to, we're just playing poker. It's like one in the morning in my mom's kitchen. And she's just bringing up how Donald Trump's racist. She's like, will you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Are you hearing that?
1: Yeah, that was wild.
0: We on loop, dude? Um, that was sick. Jeremy's remixing us. Yo, tell that intern to turn it up and add a fucking snare.
1: Yeah, that was a first.
0: Yeah. But it's just funny to watch people like, oh, she clearly just like followed the wrong person on Twitter and uh, she shaved her head and moved in with a lady. <laughs> she's just like, here we go. She's been radicalized. She's been radicalized. In honestly, a scarier way. Like a, <laughs> a 20-year-old white woman who thinks she's got opinions is much, much scarier than this lady who thinks a terrorist attack is a fucking 7-iron. <laughs> 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 oh... All right, that's it. So that's a shout wrap. Out, shout out to Rehab. Um, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right, cool. I have a news update. <laughs> this am going to take a shower. news with Mitchell Phillips. So A&E recently lost, they say, between 49 and 53% of its viewership because they canceled Live PD.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Because, that, that, okay, so the whole point to buckling to the woke mob, or, like, you know, not even the woke mob, but, like, even back in the day, like, the Christian groups that were right or, like, Tipper or Gore, like, Rage Against the Fucking Music Industry... These people, they always try to cancel you, or you know what I mean? Back in the day, it was letter-writing campaigns. They'd get, like, Christian mothers together, and you know what I mean? And yeah. the whole point is, you don't want to lose business. You're like, okay, if enough people write letters, that means they represent a certain segment of population. We, we at, at, Here at Tide, Laundry Detergent, we don't want to lose their business. So it's the same concept. a canceled Live PD, which I know you're not a fan of, you're a cops guy, but I I think in this era it's it's like um NFL red zone for police. You know, this one's boring. They're not editing it, it's on the fly. It's Friday night. What's happening in Tallahassee? What's <laughs> happening in what's happening in Modesto, California, baby? But uh they so the whole point is people are complaining about the show, so to keep their viewership, they canceled the show.
1: However, which,
0: Okay. However, they lost fifty percent of their entire network viewership. I did a little googling, and for the past three years, Life Ed has been the number one cable show on Fridays and Saturday nights. Man, number how one did they cable do
1: show. Do that? They knew.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Is you're like, <laughs> so? I mean, it's so flabbergasting. Like, you cancel your number one. Sh- it's the number one show on cable. Not even just your best show, but the best show, non-network. <laughs> You're going to lose more than whoever's mad at you that's anti-police. You know what I mean?
1: Well, they did. I guess the squeaky wheel got the grease. And A&E got greased hard.
0: Yeah, except you greased up all the wheels, and now you're going downhill, and you got no brakes. Fucking. Oh. And the, the best part is because they pulled it, so their entire, like, block. Because it wasn't, it wasn't just live PD. They also had, like, um, PD cam, like, live chase. There was, like, six subsidiary shows with, like, dudes that would all, like... Guest hosts, fucking shout out Sean. uh, What's his name? Sticks. They just had like weird guys that would come in and like guest hosts or like be on the panel and stuff to review videos. And they like slowly each one of them got their own show. All of those shows are canceled. So now you're losing out on live PD Fridays and Saturdays. You're losing out on all the subsidiary shows, and they rerun all of those. So now you literally they have to go back and fill like eighty percent of. All of their programming with reruns of other shows. They don't have that many shows. It's fucking A and E.
1: Yeah, I don't know anything else they do whatsoever.
0: But yeah, that's they do. They did Breaking Bad, I think. But what was that? That ended in like 2011.
1: No, that was AMC.
0: AMC. So it's not okay. So what is A and E? A and E is like
1: they've got cops. They probably have a lot of reality shows. Uh, That's a pretty easy thing to just do. Law enforcement shows. That's been going around for a long time but you would think they would i mean they know their numbers they if i why didn't they just say hey we'll put a new warning on or something
0: that's that's what i'm saying is it's it's gone so far that these people are like the whole point of canceling a show is to maintain viewership but they lost i would say what how many people are how many people that are anti police are watching live PD anyway? That was not part of your viewership block um, to begin with. You know what I mean? The people that watch live PD are either indifferent or pro police.
1: Oh yeah, one of those two for sure. And they, well, I guess they just canceled themselves now. Like, wonder if they have a backup plan. They can't. They can't film anything new right now.
0: That's what I'm saying. So their whole thing is they're dropping ratings they're trying to blame on reruns because like i said they have to replace most of their entire programming block with reruns of other shows so they're blaming it on reruns They're like oh no we think we're just losing viewers because there's no original programming on right now but once we get back on our feet and have some original programming, we'll be fine it's like no like it doesn't matter if you have more original programming people aren't watching your other original programming people were watching it because it was cops
1: yeah, are we going to have any sort of police department uh, original programming coming out? Dog you cops? Could they could do you dog cops.
0: You could do fucking firefighters. People aren't going to fucking watch it. Cops uh, cops is one of the best shows of all time. Live PD took up the mantle for me when cops kind of fell off. And then it came back and it wasn't as good. But it's... You know what I mean? It's like saying, oh, Breaking Bad's over, but don't worry, we'll have hell on wheels. It's like, no one's fucking watching that. It, it, it has nothing to do with the block, you know what I mean? Or the, when it was on TV, it's all, it's all just... It's like, no, people like that concept specifically. They always yeah. have.
1: Yeah, that's why they were going to like end The Walking Dead in a, in a respectable way. And then they were like, oh shit, Mad Men's gone, Breaking Bad's gone. We'll just let this ride for like 25 seasons.
0: All right. I got some good ones. So 60 Days In, which is a good show. If you haven't seen that, um, people have to just, without breaking the law, the reality shows they just go to jail for 60 days and the camera just follows them. It's fucking wild. Um, That's a decent show. Intervention. Very sad, but decent show. Ghost Hunters. Now we're falling apart. It's just falling apart. Cold Case (laughs) Files. Now we're just into the shows that I always saw in the DirecTV guide and absolutely never clicked on.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're they have sad shows, too. It's like Hoarders and Intervention. Those are a bummer fest.
0: Uh, storage Wars. Kids Behind Bars. Look at this shit. Leah Ramini has a show, which is like, if she's not talking to fucking Kevin James about how her dad's needs to stay in the basement, I don't want to fucking hear about it.
1: Yeah, she has a Scientology show. I've never seen it, but...
0: Oh, look at this garbage. Tiny House Nation. With two guys jumping. Go oh, fuck yourself. Wahlburgers, a dog training show. Not even the, any good dog training show. Yeah, seriously, it's... Dog the Bounty Hunter, but that's been off the air for fucking ten years now. Yeah, and his wife just died. Chris Angel, Gene Simmons. So it's like, they even have good shows that you recognize. 60 Days In, Intervention. But they don't even compare to Live PD. So it's like, what other original programming are you think you're going to come up with? It just makes no sense.
1: R.I.P. AE. I'm sorry you fucked
0: up. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to figure it out. Because the whole point is... They don't want to lose viewers, so they don't lose ad dollars. Well, you just lost f- over 50% of your viewers. Though, that means the check from ad revenue is going to be 50% less, which means I bet A&E has a fucking cop show in the next eight months.
1: And also, Live PD, I just want to say, we're, we'll put you out on our new network, our new television network.
0: Yeah, reach if out you, to us. have your people you call a our <laughs> um, That's it. That's all I got. Two hats off and a news update. What up? Um, all right, so guys, uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you go follow at uh, Hogopod on Instagram at Mitchell at Robot Spencer. And I'm doing a new thing. Go to I my mean, if you send me an Instagram, or if you ref, if you've swa- listened to every episode, or you've referred somebody, I need I need I need physical proof. I need you to mail me. No, just DM me a screen cap of a referral, and I will Venmo you $1. So oh, get your mom to oh. listen. Get your, get, so get your cousin. Easy. Get your dad. I got that unemployment money. Class move. <laughs> You're limited to $1, but name another podcast that sends you money. But I need, I need some type of valid proof. Or, hey, even if you don't, if you're just a fan, you got corrections, comments, uh, suggestions, topics. Um, or even if you want us to go back and touch on old stories, hey, we, we never got an update. Because I always say I'm going to give an update and I don't. But I'd like to remember. But I'll, I'll throw in the research if someone reminds me. You're like, hey, what happened to fucking uh, Gary from episode 13? I'm fucking on it. Or um, good old-fashioned hate mail. Um, Dick's pic, dick pics, as always, go to Spencer um, mm. at Robot Spencer. Um, but that's it. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Go.